Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Very good game, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Doctor Who fans. Welcome back to the Doctor Who After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Talking about Season 8, Episode 11, Dark Water. I'm Matt Lieberman. Joining me on the panel this week, we have Megan Salinas here. Hi, guys. We have Lizzie Ma- uh, Liz Rishmau here. Yeah. I do it all the time because of your Twitter handle. It's Sorry. me, guys. And uh, this week we have a very special guest, Mr. Sam Basher from SourceFed and SourceFed Nerd, and for Human Peoples. Hello. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely, dude. It's good to have you on the show. Uh, So, obviously, guys, part one of the massive season eight finale aired this week. Uh, Big reveal. Can I say that we (laughs) called it? We did. That we called it from moment one calls it. Um, Even in in the middle of the episode where she kind of talks like a robot, I'm like, you're faking it. Mm -hmm. But great reveal. Yes. Great reveal at the end. Great reveal. Uh, I think that was my favorite Cyberman reveal in, uh, in recent memory. It might... And I know this is sacrilegious. It might even eclipse the season two finale reveal of the Cybermen as the ghosts. I know, I know, crowd, that's fake, but seriously. <laughs> um, just, just because I like the idea, and we'll get into this, the idea of Cybermen uh, more as a weapon than as a villain autonomously yes. makes them far more threatening to yes. me. It makes more sense to me that the master would bend Cybermen to his and or her will. Yes. Uh, I guess we'll say her will from now on. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Uh, I thought they raised the emotional stakes with Clara and really took this <laughs> Danny storyline uh, to a, a very, very far point, yep. uh, which I think may be divisive among fans. We can talk about that a little bit. Uh, what do you guys think? How do you feel, Megan? My favorite thing, my two favorite things about this episode. Uh, first of all, the performances. Hot damn. Mm-hmm, Those mm-hmm. are some really amazing performances. Probably some of the best we've seen all season from, from all of the actors here. And then my second favorite thing is just the creepy imagery. Some of the technical, uh, just kind of like some of the practical effects of the Cybermen and just that that shot of a Cyberman as the water is yes. going down. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's damn impressive. Yeah, I, I have to agree with all of this. Like, the emotion behind it, the whole, um, you know, Clara being hurt and everything like that, and even the teaser we got in the trailer from the last episode where she's like, I'm not Clara, and I was, like, almost disappointed that it wasn't in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's obviously for the next, but it was honestly... It, 
Any any episode that I might have been met about this season, this episode made up for it. Absolutely. Second time through watching this episode, I liked it more, and this has been by far my favorite Clara scene from either of the two seasons that yes. she's been on. She was on point, and I, I couldn't understand what she was doing at first. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I wanted to cry a little bit that she bit. was doing this and betraying the Doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really, really intense. Now, for those of you who are watching us live on AfterBuzzTV.com, hello. Uh, we're going to be handing out our Twitter handles so that you can tweet us your thoughts live and join in on the conversation. You can tweet me at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can tweet me at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. And you can find me at Lizzie Maui. That's L-I-Z-Z-Y-M-A-W-I. And you can tweet at me at, at Sam Basher, S-A-M-B-A-S-H-O-R. And uh, before we jump back in, I just want to read a few tweets from the folks. Uh, at Still Earthbound. Holy crap! That was so <laughs> shocking. I can't believe they actually did it. They brought back the flashlights. P.S. Hi, Sam. Uh, yeah. The, uh, the strange, liquidy, not quite vagina console as made a stunning as, return. As soon as, as I saw that, I was, as soon as I saw it, I'm pretty sure the exact line that came out of my mouth was, God damn it, Matt. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't help myself. Uh, at JP Drama Kid says, love the reveal. It was perfect the way Moffat put the answer right in our face to throw us off. I agree. That's honestly one of my favorite things about about Missy being the master is it was something that seemed so obvious that we felt like it had to be something, something more else. complicated. Mm-hmm. It had to be something else. Uh, but, you know, I said it after the first episode, and I'll say it again. The idea of a female master really appeals to me. Uh, I think that it's a logical extension of his obsession with the Doctor. If you look back and you watch those John Sim episodes, especially the end of time, part one and two, I, he wanted to plant one on him. <laughs> he, he's been wanting to make... Kiss, kiss. Yeah, he's been wanting to kiss that Doctor for generations, okay? I kept on picturing, like, the the... I just say because of a fan-made video, but they put it to, like, one part it was the real Slim Shady when he had the Master had blonde hair and was wearing a hoodie. So I kept on thinking of, like, that version of the Master, just, like, planning one on him, and <laughs> it was it was great. You and lots and lots yeah. and lots of other fans. <laughs> no, not that I, you know, not like that. It, it was more of a humor thing instead of a get-off kind of thing, but yeah. 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 But I... I love the idea of a female master. I really do. And with Occam's razor, you know, the simplest solution is probably going to be the answer. But I was kind of hoping it would be the Ronnie or, or another time lady that we mm-hmm. haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. But I, I do like the master. Right. Or, or Romana gone evil would have been, like, huge and it would have blown a lot of minds. But it also would have confused a lot of younger fans that have no idea who Romana is. Yeah. Like that. I don't know who Romana is. So, yeah. Romana is a former companion, a uh, fourth Doctor companion, who is a time lady. The only time lady, to my knowledge, to be a companion. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought I thought that that was that was really cool. Um, I want to talk about the top of this episode now. At, the first time I saw it. And uh, I feel like we're all kind of in agreement here. The first time I saw it, this episode felt a little just disjointed because it, it is all so sudden. We open with Clara frantic with all these post-it notes, and I'm like, oh man, classic Moffat finale. You know, she's this. We're coming in at like midpoint in the story, and she has to catch him up on a bunch of stuff because he's got to get her out of it somehow. <laughs> uh, but no, it's just she's trying to explain all of her lies. Uh, like she said she was going to do last week, and uh, Danny gets hit by a car. And it's crushing, because it is so incredibly sudden, 
did it bother anyone? Did it seem out of place that this would happen? Did it seem melodramatic? It well, considering what where all the people have been throughout the the season, uh, the promised land and all this stuff, and people mm-hmm. dying, going somewhere, it makes sense that they needed the link for somebody important to the story to have to be dead and go to that place. So if it wasn't for that, yeah, I'd say it was sudden and unnecessary, but in this case you needed that to happen for them to actually like find this place. Because without that link and her using the uh, fleshlight... I, that thing. You know, the thing to find yeah. Danny, I, I I don't think they would have been able to get there unless uh, the mistress had actually, um, you know, done some other thing or whatever. And I'm almost wondering maybe if it was intentional. She, yeah, do you think that she targeted him? I mean, she did, put, uh, she did put Clara and the doctor together. Which is mm-hmm. what I thought, too. I thought, well, that was her way of finally getting them to get to where she is. Because what other way would they have been able to? That's it's true. true. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when, of course, we get this big Cyberman attack at the very end. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not something you just do on a whim. That's something where it's like, okay, this is something you prep for. Absolutely. Uh, It was well executed. I have to, I love the way that they did it with the phone call and the woman picking up the phone. Like, I'm glad that that wasn't revealed in the preview last week. I was very happy about that. I'm a little bummed that they revealed the Cybermen so early on. Uh, Because I was kind of just waiting for them to show up the the whole episode. In the promo, right? I I don't know why they did that. Because this would have been an amazing reveal, especially when the doors close. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't catch that on the first time through. I I noticed the sting Mm -hmm. of the Cybermen. Man, but I didn't notice that the uh, that the symbol, the three W symbol, was a Cyberman eye yeah. until the second time through. Um, I thought that was really cool. I, I just want to read this very <laughs> funny tweet um, from at Simple Origins. Not to be a jerk about the episode, but if the water only shows organic matter, how did the chairs show? <laughs> 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 no, the chairs, guys. Is it made ch- of stone? No, maybe? maybe they're made of stone. I think they're just, you know, they're flesh and bone chairs. You know, they're made yeah. out of their skin. skin. Yeah. Just a good skin. <laughs> Makes sense. Although, going back to this opening scene, I, I, I felt like Clara as, mm-hmm. as a viewer. I felt very much like Clara. Like, that's it. Like, that's that's not the kind of storytelling I want to hear. That, you know, I want something more. Oh, yeah, I want when something she's more like, meaningful. It was just boring. Yeah. yeah. I love that moment where she said, you know, I don't deserve anything, but I am owed something better. Yeah. Like, uh, for all the things that I've seen and all the things that I've been through, for something so, so ordinary, so traditional, just for that to happen, I've, you know, I've witnessed the moon explode into a million pieces and a giant creature pops out and lays a new moon. I've led an extraordinary life for the love of my life to be taken in an ordinary way is far more crushing than any other possible way he could have gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like so like weirdly numb. Um, yeah. We also see her grandmother for the first time since she saw Matt Smith naked <laughs> yeah. through that uh, chameleon filter. Yeah. I... Uh... I we can touch on that the scene and not only just again I think Clara for a lot of viewers or anybody that's gone through a hard time or struggle or loss um I think everybody could relate to how she felt and the numbness that somebody goes through from from getting hit with something so out of the blue. Yeah. And the scene, I mean we're going to get to it I guess, but the scene with the doctor mm-hmm. and that the moment when he says, do you think so little of me that even if you betrayed me, that I wouldn't be there for you? Like, that I care about you so little. Mm-hmm. And it, it, like, I almost I almost started crying. Uh, me yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just, it, it's, it's like, 
the the relationship bonding in between the portrayal of the acting in this episode was just so beyond what any sto- other regardless of the storyline or anything it was just so ugh I can't mm-hmm. don't do that not with the eyes yeah. but they inflate yeah. how do you do I that I love that I love that and speaking about relating, though, uh, when she was so desperate mm-hmm. with the doctor that she'd do anything, yes. she was going to take away really the, the most keys. important thing to the doctor just to get Danny back. Yeah. That was the most relatable. what is the doctor without the TARDIS? What exactly. would happen? And if you had the power to take that back, if you could fix that somehow with paradoxes or whatever, yeah. but, like, I would do anything. Yeah. Anyone well, see, would. I thought that they were going to go back and start messing with the timeline mm-hmm. uh, which would then like lead to that first scene but I, I like what we got just as much especially considering like some people disagree I really really like the way they explained what they've been doing with heaven all season uh, and we'll get into that mm-hmm. I just want to I want to mention a tweet because it's it's relevant <laughs> know, is it the same God. one uh, from at Eskimo Savior is no that... I have another one okay at Eskimo Savior great episode the scene in the lava had no suspense for me as the doc Doctor and Clara can open the TARDIS with a finger snap. Oh, uh, yeah. Everyone <laughs> forgot. It, listen, if there are no keys left, I don't think the fingers work anymore. Maybe you have to hold the key. Maybe it's like one of those newfangled fobs where like, you get close <laughs> enough to the car and it yeah. opens without having to touch it. I, I'm laughing at this one. Basically, what I just said to you before, it, uh, someone wrote, uh, Chloe D. Stewart wrote, I think everyone watched this episode saying, damn it, Matt. Damn it, Mofat. Uh, <laughs> oh, and, and yeah, going back to the chairs at Fading Tardis writes, wood is organic. Hashtag science. <laughs> okay. All right, okay. fine. Uh, and, and Mr. Opera says the same thing. This one's been uh, my favorite so far. At one Lauren underscore wrote, Matt, you were right about the master, but the suspicious waiter hasn't appeared from listen. I know. <laughs> it's still coming. It's still coming. It's going to turn out, it's going to turn out to be Kate Stewart from from unit. I have to just point out that the doctor is poorly, he's a poor planner for putting all seven keys inside the TARDIS. If you were to lock it from the outside and yeah. destroy the key, what was his plan yeah. for that? I Whatever. Thought, I not thought go be- dig too deep. Before I knew what that scene was and that it was some weird dream format sequence, mm-hmm. I thought he would have just like turned around and like pulled out, open his jacket and had like a whole other set of keys right there. Mm-hmm. Like, Clara, don't you think I have a bl- backup plan? Like, yeah. You know. <laughs> what I love most about the lava scene is the exchange of power because it's something that we've explored a lot this season um, with uh, him give it, forcing a big decision on her and kill the moon, forcing her to play the doctor, then her becoming the doctor and having all the power while he's stuck in the tiny TARDIS, uh, and ultimately uh, being able to play him in uh, in the forest of the night <coughs> and uh, and manipulate him and get him to leave, even though uh, he should be trying to save the world. Yeah. And now to have her trying to threaten him into doing what she wants and him taking that power back and saying, you know, do it, throw the key in, like, like I'm telling you to. You're not going to want to do it because I'm telling you to. Uh, I thought that it was just a beautiful sparring match between the two. It's one of the best scenes, I think, in the whole season. Agreed. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I, I knew... I don't. I didn't know how that. I was really happy. It was like a dream sequence because I'm like, I don't know what's happening. 
saying, like, I am really scared that this is, like, what it is. And, and again, like, the whole thing, because at the beginning of the episode, uh, the season, this was all about how the doctor needs Clara. Mm-hmm. The doctor, need you know, needs to be reminded of certain aspects of who he is as a person and the goodness that shines through over all the dark, you know, the darkness that he has as a character. She shines through, and now she's in this, like, weird torn. It's, like, his time to, like, give back, I guess, to her. Yeah. Which is why, again, that scene was really emotional when he was like, when he first said, like, go to hell, I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, crush. Yeah. <laughs> so crush. And then, and then when he said that about, you know, it's going to take more than, you know, you, a, betrayal. a betrayal for, why would you think I care so little for you? And everybody's hearts broke a little exactly. bit. Exactly. <laughs> because and here's the thing. Their relationship, their friendship has such a different feel to it than the relationship that she had with Eleven. And I feel like mm-hmm. this is the moment where he's he's basically, even though he is more of a standoffish person, it's like, just, I, just because I'm more standoffish doesn't mean I don't love you every bit as much as I did back when I was playful and fun and open yeah. and vulnerable. And like with mm-hmm. a bow tie. Exactly. Uh, and appreciated a good cry. Yeah. Um, exactly. I, I, I Absolutely, it's just a distillation of the power of their relationship. And I, I feel like it's really, really important to reestablish it, especially considering that we have no idea how this is all going to shake out. Yeah. You know, with all the rumors swirling of uh, of Jenna Coleman leaving the series, it's important that we reestablish the tentpole of the power of their friendship here and now before we get any big changes on the horizon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's move on. They get, they, uh, let's, let's talk about Danny for a second. So Danny is inside of, uh, he's in the promised land and he's in this, this, uh, very dry office. And my brother kept insisting <laughs> that, uh, this actor who played Seb was channeling Mark Gatiss, uh, in Sherlock as Moriarty, uh, or not as Moriarty, sorry, as Mycroft. Um, huh. And I, I, I don't see it. I see them both as like stuffy, stuffy British yeah, types, upper crusty. There's more than one type of stuffy British type. <laughs> exactly. It, it didn't strike. I mean, he hasn't met enough British people. Yeah, clearly, clearly. <laughs> um, sorry, Steve. Uh, but in any case, I, I loved this sequence. I love that Danny's adjusting to it. I love the reveal of this shot as we crane up as this like yeah. inverse planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool. So okay, the nether sphere is like somehow the inside of Earth. Somehow. It's like the inverse of Earth. That's really cool. Yeah. But to me what's way cooler is that it's not that at all. It's in no way heaven. It's in no way the promised land. And it's just like a mind magnet, a soul magnet. Mm-hmm. It's just, it is Time Lord technology. It's similar to the technology in the library with the river. Yes. Oh, yeah. Except that it, it reaches everywhere around yes. the planet instead of just, well, no, that reached everywhere around the planet yeah, too. It was a planet that was entirely it's library. It's magnified. I mean, well, it just, it's, it's re, it's using the same kind of concept and idea that he had when, you know, when whoever made that up. Do you think or it that's, was, yeah, yeah, it was, both were Moffat. Yeah. Do yeah. you think that's maybe how how they're planning on how the Cybermen are also able to use their bodies and everything like that? Uh, I don't know. Well, the, the whole concept, I really love the concept of the nether sphere and everything like that. But I have so many questions as to how this works. Exactly, no, because it spans all across the universe, all through time, basically, right? Because everyone's being pulled from every 
point mm-hmm. in time. Even like the robots from the first couple episodes yeah. were all looking for this place. And that's the other question that I have that I wonder will be answered is why were these robots looking like it? What link does it have to this? And obviously the Cybermen are in, in inorganic and they're you know robots. And it's I, I wonder how is it that. What? How is that going to play into this? Because we have all the human souls, and then if mm-hmm. they delete, because you know Danny had that option, you know, erase the pain, da 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 da, because you're still linked and feel whatever your body feels. So creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, but how does that link to when all of these technological things were looking for the promised land? Well, here's I'm just going to throw this out as a as a theory, and I, feel free to tell me that I'm dead wrong. You're dead wrong. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> If this thing, if this if these matrix slices are sending out a signal, like uh, sending out a signal at all times to upload any like digital soul information, let's just call it that, of just basically brain waves, this frequency of wave that maybe humans can't detect but machinery can. Uh, there is just a constant signal pulling these frequencies to the promised land. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I imagine that these machines, many of which had organic components, like uh, the robots in the in the first episode, the cyborgs or androids, um, I'm trying to think Which of Which was, a, like, human enough. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine that it's just sort of like wires getting crossed. Daleks, too, are thinking about the promised land. Yeah. It's just, I, I have to imagine that they're just, they're receiving that signal and they're trying to follow it, but yeah. there's no way to find it because it's not real. Yeah, it's just a big old computer. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love the Cybermen. I really do. But my, my big question is like, what good is a dead body to a Cyberman? Because everything we've seen prior to this is they're you know hacking up live bodies mm-hmm. and you know obviously still stripping the emotion away from the human brain and everything like that. But you still need those components theoretically working correctly in my mind like unless it's something where the brain really does stay active for a certain amount of time after death like that's the only way i could see this kind of conceivably working even with the faux science that we have in doctor who (laughs) right um but i mean i still like the imagery i still like the idea behind it but it's just one of those things where I'm like, how does that even work? They well, talked about like deleting the not they're not deleting the consciousness, they're just taking yeah, out the emotions. Just emotions. But yeah. for some reason they're delegating it to two different things. That they upgrade the body here and then they upgrade the consciousness here and then they put it back together. But again, I would still think yeah. that the brain would the brain itself would have to be active still on some level for that to even work. Because otherwise, what are you even di- like? You would have to have like some sort of mechanical mechanism mm-hmm. uh, in place of the brain to download things what do you to. Think? Which maybe um, I don't know. I I don't know. Like I mean, I know the reason why she said she was doing this was because there's more dead people than there are live people, mm-hmm. and it's a numbers game. Yeah, and again, I mean, really, you're just gonna give yourself a giant headache ever trying <laughs> to really make sense of how something can work in the Doctor Who universe. Yeah. So you're just really just you're you're causing yourself a struggle there. Um, but depending on how, I mean, she has a time lord. Time yeah. lady. So you don't know how long she has been doing this. We don't know how yeah. long she has been collecting souls. And again, if they're from all over the place, not just Earth, I mean, she could have, again. Well, she's talking specifically about human beings. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I mean, again, not knowing how long she's been doing it for, because she does have the ability probably to go back in time and do what she will and everything. Mm-hmm. She has Time Lord technology. 
she could have been collecting these kind of like again if you don't need the organic material of an actual brain she at least while the brain was still fresh got the brain waves and consciousness away from that so it's not needed now you're just putting it into a program to put into the site well let me let me throw this at you because there is a scientific theory uh that i heard about and I, I wish I had more details on it. I remember hearing it on a podcast uh, that basically, and it's the reason why we have deja vu, that our memories as we know them are not actually in our brain's tissue, but are we're kind of pulling them from sort of an existential cloud. I'm using cloud in quotes. But basically, the reason why sometimes... Uh, we have deja vu or we feel like we met somebody before or we have dreams and we see places that we've never been or that we've never seen is because we're inadvertently pulling other energy and other thoughts from this giant cloud of of just electromagnetic stuff. Hmm. So if if that is the case, and maybe that's what this show is operating on, they're pulling the information from that cloud, and you don't need a working brain to have a person's consciousness yeah. complete. Or even maybe hmm. just the electromagnetic pulses from the brain itself. Exactly. You just pull that from the information. <laughs> right. Have any of you guys seen Tales from the Crypt by any chance? No. There was one episode where like, some guy gets injected with something before he died, and it keeps his brain active. <laughs> and the episode ends with him getting his um, autopsy, and he can still feel pain. So I was getting a lot of like, ugh, Tales from the Crypt flashbacks during mm-hmm. this episode with people yelling, don't cremate me! <laughs> oh, and we're going to talk about that in a second, but real quick, I do need to mention iTunes. You know, folks, I say it every week, and only because it's the truth, the best way to support AfterBuzz TV is to go to iTunes, rate and review the shows that you listen to, or that you watch on YouTube. It is quick. It is easy. And it costs you uh, nary a dime. Not a one. Not a penny. Not a hey penny. <laughs> if you would. Not a pence. Not a tuppence? No, not a tuppence. Not, not tuppence. tuppence. Not even one pence. Okay? Oh, God. You go to iTunes, you rate and review the shows. It helps us out immensely. It's how we're able to get our sponsors. It keeps us on the air. It keeps our lights on and our doors open. It's the best way that you can let us know that we're giving you the Doctor Who programming that you so richly deserve. And if you weren't aware, AfterBuzz TV puts out over 80 hours of free podcast content a week. It's the widest array of after-show content on any platform anywhere in the world. We put it de- we put it out six days a week. We take Saturdays off. Don't kill us. <laughs> um, someone has to rest sometime because there's a lot of people working on this to get to we're not fresh and hot and everything. <laughs> we're not Cybermen, okay? Uh, so, rate the shows. We deeply appreciate it. And you get a great shout-out here on the show. Now, since it's a finale episode, I'm not going to read all of your reviews. I'm just going to give the shout-outs uh, of names only. I apologize. But we want to cram as much information into this hour as we can. So, shout-outs to Lolam123, Kahara Boo, GamerGirl2330, Fa- Flying Fabrizio, Langley M. Neely, Redfire128, Knight 88 Mina Ten Flow, Casey Rhiannon, Amama Bears, uh, Owen Hall. Uh, oh my God! So I, I just sorry. I have to read the name of this. His review right is so like. Is the master gay? <laughs> five stars. <laughs> um, these are all five stars reviews. Uh, phenomenal show. J.M. Farley, five stars. They do all the work. Irvin Ramos. Uh, and uh, great podcast, Rosemary42. I want to thank you all. Uh, please continue to send in your reviews and your ratings. Right now, we're sitting at 177 ratings on iTunes. And that's impressive. That's impressive. But I bet that if you... 
put yourselves to the task. We can crack 200 by next week's show. Woo. So get to iTunes, rate the show, review the show if you so choose. Let's break 200 before the end of the season. And, of course, we're also doing the Doctor Who Classic show every Wednesday. Uh, Zach Wilson is not here today, uh, so I'm not entirely aware of what show we're doing this week. But as soon as we know, I'm going to tweet it out. So pay attention to my Twitter. I, we're, oh, Classics is actually taking a hiatus it's taking during a hiatus? November. Okay. But we will be back at the beginning of December. All right, sweet. I have to, I blame you for this, Matt. I got a Why? tweet from uh, William Horan at, uh, at Len M. Chast. And he only tweeted it to me, so I feel special. Thanks. Uh, so if the master is now a mistress, think the controls of her TARDIS are comprised of a multitude of dildos? <laughs> Why? Because the doctor has a vagina in him. Oh, okay. Makes the most but sense. he also has a bunch of levers on all the other segments. So uh. I have to imagine that she just has more vaginas than uh. levers. And just one section... Her psychic section is Why? is levers. Someone's gonna draw those. It's, it's gonna be on some level. Your boss went to a weird yeah. place. I don't know what's happening. Um. Okay. So. Oh. One more. Yeah. Andrew Wilson at our, our Kennedy uh, twenty three. Uh, the Nether Sphere is based off the Time Lord Matrix that was used to store the dead's memories. Oh, in a. In what? You mean the watch? I, don't know. That's all. Oh, I you heard. mean the, wa- yeah. the watch that stored the watch his memories? The fob watch? Maybe. Maybe. I don't uh, know. Andrew Wilson in, at our Kennedy uh, 23, if you can elaborate a little bit more. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, it's 140 yeah. characters. Uh, it's a little tough to get at the in. donut writes huge props to Rachel Talalay <laughs> at, at R. Talalay and her gorgeous direction. Uh, you know, uh, on first glance, I felt like the episode was kind of like all over the place pacing wise, but the second time, I really got to check out, you know, how she framed the shots, how she directed the actors. The way that she shoots Peter Capaldi is maybe my favorite way he's been shot all season, except for maybe Listen. Uh, the scene that we've been talking about all this time, where he's telling Clara, you know, even a betrayal couldn't make me, you know, not be your friend essentially. Yeah. Uh, she just has these wonderful extreme close-ups, these very unique angles. The sweeping shot upwards as we reveal the inside of the nether sphere uh all the shots of the of the cybermen tanks draining all the rack awesome. focuses too. yeah there are a lot of really good rack focuses this time mm-hmm. around as you know skeletons are standing up behind people without them noticing it's yeah. really cool uh at ro flow mao rodrigo castillo writes is nobody going to address how did the master get out let's address it <laughs> Here's how the master got out. Get it? Uh, dress it because she's a girl now. Nice. She's wearing a dress across the table, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Here's the thing. Hmm. Uh, the master was sucked into, uh, sucked back into the time lock with the other time lords in the end of time. Mm-hmm. So when uh, we rewrote history and changed the end of the time <laughs> war, that I assume either never happened or. He just got popped out when Gallifrey came back. Uh, if if Clara can hold onto the the outside of the TARDIS when she's going through the vortex or whatever, he could have definitely grabbed onto one of the thirteen TARDISes that went in to save the planet. I yeah. agree. Just one, just one. That's all you need. Um, have you noticed uh, at Fading Tardis Rides? Have you noticed that Missy is dressed like Mary Poppins? Umbrella dress, <laughs> even her hat with the flowers and I baubles. Of that too. She is kind of like a perverse Mary Poppins. I really want her to have like some evil psycho bird handle. That's 
just like, ah! yeah. like just like always like at simple origins writes 100th anniversary special the waiter shows up remember me <laughs> audience is stunned <laughs> I'm so into that. Oh, it's gonna be, that would be so ridiculously. We're be so no one would freaking dead. know. I know. No one would know. No does. one would know what was up with that. They'd be um, like, no, we do not remember you. Who are you? The master did this before. Fading Tardis writes, the master did this before. The Nether Sphere was in a fourth Doctor episode called The Deadly Assassin in oh. season fourteen. It's available oh. on Hulu. Uh, I'm going to have to check that out. Right. Me too. And I have uh, John Patterson at JP Drama Kid wrote, uh, The Matrix stores the memories of the dead of Gallifrey. It was used in a 50th mini-sode and in a classic episode. Hmm. So probably same classic episode. Yeah. Though. I've heard Nether Sphere being used before in other episodes, but they never really dove into it at all. But I got a funny tweet from Connor Simon, Simon the Eighth writes, So what if the Doctor and the Master repopulated the Time Lord race? Oh, I mean, one of them's into it. <laughs> oh God, no! We don't know how it works. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Jeez, I, Gallifrey is Matt, still everyone's still so alive red. on Gallifrey. It's too much work. We don't know where that bubble universe is. It would be so much easier to get Gallifrey out Just of that bubble universe. Just go find an empty universe. planet, and you got two time Matt, lords. Seriously, breathe. <laughs> Look at his face. It's so red. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, whoa, whoa. Like, I don't like think that. About it. I, that's the thing. It's no. like the doctor would just be an unwilling participant in this. Well, I don't know. Learn to and, love. and also, like, okay, pause. If the doctor was ever interested in sexual relations, he was married to River, who is essentially a Time Lord. If she, if he wanted to repopulate the Time Lord race, he could have done that 12 ways to Sunday by now. And he didn't. 12 ways. Sunday, because exactly. he's technically the 12th Doctor. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, it was on purpose. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's just, uh, I want to circle man. back to Danny <laughs> um, and his flashback. We finally get to see what was haunting him, and it was that he had inadvertently killed a child while he was on tour in Afghanistan. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> Do you have a problem with correct pronunciation? No? Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, do you think that that kid was actually in the Matrix slice, or do you think that that was the programming trying to get him to delete his emotions? I think it's the latter. Because mm-hmm. I I see them doing this to everyone that yeah. you know that gets uploaded. Is you find something in their past to torment them. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, and you use that to get them to delete their emotions. Because you, you have mm-hmm. their brainwaves or you yeah, know, you have access to their like, entire yeah. memories. Yeah, and I mean, and again, I know that that must have been a factor into it. But a lot of his pain and when he was faced with the the question of whether or not to press the delete button was more just because Clara hung up on. Him, but I he, mean, that he did that on purpose. That's when the pain really mm-hmm. hit on you. know, I know that, yeah. but that's when the pain really was hitting him. It was the, the loss of Clara, but, not, not so much this thing that had been haunting him. But for so the long. reflection of the kid in the iPad, too. That, I'm yeah. sorry, I love that, too. We have Steve yeah. Jobs. And, yeah. and in all I'm so honesty, glad they explained that. They didn't have he, to. He might not have been as emotionally devastated after that call with 
Clara F if he hadn't been talking to that boy right yeah. before him. Vice versa, maybe. Because it's he's dead. Uh, he's uh, he gets to meet the boy that he murdered face to face again. You know, after all this time, who is clearly afraid of him, yeah. and then he talks to Clara for what is conceivably the last time, and he ends it on a note that is very heartbreaking to him. So they would have just kept like regardless of the call, they would have kept doing this probably yeah. up until the point where they could hand him the iPad to say delete. Mm-hmm. My question is, why is that even necessary? Because again, we I think we were talking about this during the episode was why why do they need to get people to delete their own emotions? Why can't they just do it for them? Not a clue. I'm mm. also because laughing because I just thought like what if he pressed delete but then he had to accept a bunch of terms and conditions <laughs> that he didn't actually like sure? read through. Are you sure? Uh I don't know. I here's here's what Here's what I think, and I'm just throwing, again, I'm throwing stuff at the wall. Um, since it is, it's a living consciousness that is not in an organic body anymore, it is, it is purely data, like uh, conscious data, somehow an AI, if you will. Um, I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe making the choice makes them a more efficient soldier. Maybe yeah. they're able to retain far more of their brain function than just frying the brain entirely and yeah. rewriting it. Well, maybe. It was a conscious effort on their part to choose that, so that's why, I don't know, maybe the Cybermen are more apt to not getting s- sidetracked from anything else that could interfere with it because it was a conscious choice on the person's consciousness. Or it just could be the master is devious and likes hurting yeah. people, <laughs> likes manipulating. Uh, I have to point out that that was one of the most irritating scenes for me was because mm-hmm. Danny would not say anything else besides <laughs> I don't know how to prove that it, I am Danny. He could have said literally anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything. It was like watching a, a time b- traveler. Yeah. It was like watching a bad <laughs> improv scene where someone won't add anything to the conversation. Yeah. And it's just sort of like, I, it felt like a writer cop-out yeah. rather mm-hmm. than something that was really grounded. Yeah. Just it like, I love you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll say something, I, will, I love you. And it's I like, don't know what to say. I mean, yeah. that, I love you. That's that last <laughs> I love you was good. Because Tell her that she has, where her mole is on her upper left thigh. <laughs> I don't know. Anything. Honestly, that's, I think you should have just gone with time traveler, bit. Yeah. You're, You're a, a time, time traveler. traveler. <laughs> Anything. Done. You've been lying to me about time travel no, for a long Harry. time. You left your marking books on the TARDIS that time that trees sprouted up all over the world. How about that one? The Anything. doctor thought that I was the other dude. I was the English teacher yeah, for like two seconds. Exactly. Anything. You know, or that I was the gym remember teacher. Remember that really time awesome an alien slip that, across the you ten know, over that foot. monster. Remember that? Yeah. yeah, remember when I did a ten foot flip <laughs> over an alien robot? Yeah, that oh, was fun. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> anything, anything would have worked. Yeah. Remember when I told you that that wasn't my real first name and I hate my last name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything. Remember how how terrible our first date was? I may not remember the place, but I remember that it was awful. Yeah, (laughs) just that's the point. Is like you could have said anything. Now at the end of that conversation, when she's like, "No matter what, I'm going to be with you," and he's like, "No, no, 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 I don't want you to die." But also, I think I don't want you to have to see. I don't want you to have to face 
what I'm facing right now. I don't want you to see what I did. I don't think you could ever look at me again, and oh. then you would have lost your life for nothing. Yeah, and not, yeah. For, and not for nothing, but we don't know that people would be rejoined with their loved ones if they had passed on to this place. They might never actually be able to interact with one another. Yeah. You don't with, know. Dying, with, it doesn't make any sense. With all the bureaucracy, it could take forever to get through the red <laughs> tape before your request gets approved to go see the guy that murdered you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, I know it it's technically murder, but I feel bad using that word in this sense because it was war and it was, yeah, a, no, it was a war I, I, casualty that was... Un, yeah, no, I feel bad know. using that too. But yeah. I just, less accurate. Yeah, it's it's in Afghanistan. Lots of things happen. That is how you pronounce. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, but that's probably how Danny sees himself. Oh, 100%. Yeah. He's, he feels very, very guilty. Um, I feel bad about the actual murder of Dr. Chang, who is in no way oh, Asian. No. Right? Um, I thought that too. Though. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. able to relate with him really quick on, and also, I don't, what, why was Dark Water even in the episode whatsoever? Besides For being that really super cool, cool right? <laughs> okay. all right. Yeah. Why did he have to demonstrate? Didn't need to do any of that. No. Why didn't even name the episode that? I don't know. No. <laughs> I, I I prefer this title to the title of the next episode, Death in Heaven, which just seems <laughs> you could come up with something a little more graceful. Death. Then yeah, death. sounds like a punk rock death uh, t- song title. Yes, mm. I would agree with that. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no. He was. I I loved when he, what he actually said was very very nice. She's like, say something nice and I'll murder you. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like walk yeah. away. I, know. <laughs> I was so mad at that. I was like, and then he's like, I and I'm hoping that you. I'm like, no, don't say anything nice. Yeah, she would have killed him anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I did love the like. I'm not killing you until you say something nice. <laughs> I'm curious as to what if they're actually dead too, and she just completely deleted their consciousness. Like, were they ever actually real people? Were they were they also dead? You mean and, the Cybermen? No, I mean the guy that was working there. Well, he was oh. a real guy. He thought that they were doing, like, really good work. He was talking about their founder, who had discovered this amazing discovery five years ago who's, or something. The the founder who's hanging out uh, in, in that the lab. lab. <laughs> yeah, so creepy. Uh, okay, I, I think we, we've kind of... We've, is there anything else in this episode we want to talk about before we hit predictions? Should we talk about, like, the, is the do not cre- cremate me or whatever the three... Yeah, don't cremate me. Is that real? Like, is that real, or was that just a tool for the Cybermen to use I, to make this organization? I would like to think that it's another fabrication. Yeah. yeah. Well, but like but it was think- a really cool justification. It was. It made you feel terrible for the dead. Well, yeah, <laughs> but it's also one of those things where if all else fails, if there isn't some secret hidden memory to bring someone to force them with emotional pain and loss that they'd want to delete it, uh, well, if you're going to get cremated, you're going to feel every little yeah, bit of it. So you might want to delete it so you don't feel anything. Like, yeah. That was because that was the guy's go-to. Was just you're probably going to be cremated, right? Right? Oh, yep. We got another guy being cremated. We got a burner. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it, and the fact that you know it was that kind of mentality that created this organization to begin with. Mm-hmm. So that the government apparently knows about right, and checks up on this. all the time. <laughs> and they yeah. said that there's more than one installation all over the world. All over the world. Yeah. Which, like, also. Who else was just like real surprised when we walk out and it's like, oh yeah, we're in, on Earth, we're in London. It never occurred to me in a heavily populated area. Yeah, yeah. Where and then, yeah. And then the doctor's just like, like, run, run! Oh, he's crazy. It's this crazy sky. <laughs> didn't know there was a match start on. Walking out. And no one does anything. No one gives a <laughs> no crap. Well, there's like stills from the next episode with people taking selfies with Cybermen. What? I would. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, I would too if they weren't like coming <laughs> after me to kill me. If they were less murdery, then yeah, sure. Less yeah. murdery. It was super cool. Well, that's like, that's the thing, and I guess we'll get more into it in predictions, is there was stuff in the preview for this episode that isn't until next episode, like all the unit stuff. Like, this was just, it was very much about answering questions and setting up the key conflicts for this finale, which will be a full 60 minutes, and I have to imagine is just going to be completely bonkers. Uh, Okay, it is now time for predictions. And now... What do you think of our seizure lights, Sam? Real fancy. They're real fancy. We like them. It's worse than the other room. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right, so... What do we think is happening? We have one episode left, the season finale, uh, and then the Christmas special, obviously, I bet uh, next the month. I season's going to end. Okay. It's not so much a prediction That's as a fact. Uh, <laughs> I think that there's a way to bring Danny back. Yes. I think it's going to either be something like um, with the library, where it turns out like his body actually isn't in a morgue somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's actually been like snatched up and is being you know, stored as data. Um I, so I think that there's a way to bring him back. I don't think this is the last yeah. of Danny Pink. Yeah, because for I'm sorry, because for all we know, like when we saw the accident scene, we never saw a scene where like his body was zipped up and taken away somewhere. It was just very kind of chaotic. Like oh, someone got hit. So you know, who knows if he ever actually died? Number one, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, and. I don't, I don't know what to think, although I, you know, the whole scene from the preview when she's like, I'm not Clara, I'm wondering what that's about. I'm wondering, does somebody upload some sort of consciousness? Is Clara a real person? Are we going to find out more about how well, it's Missy as created her or put her with the doctor? That'd be great. That, well, I think that'd that's an great. important thing that we really need to establish. The doctor needs to find out, uh-huh. yeah. as does Clara. Well, in that scene, though, she's backing away from a Cyberman, so I have to imagine that's in response to whatever he's saying, and I, I feel like it's just sort of like, Clara Oswald, you will be deleted. It's like, I'm not Clara Oswald. I've never even seen a Clara Oswald. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, and the yeah. impossible girl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was <laughs> never thinking, heard of her. Uh, like if Danny is dead, I think it's going to be like the premiere to part two of season seven with the internet, with the spoonhead robot things, and they mm-hmm. all return back to wherever they were or whatever. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be like that. Mm-hmm. Or that would be heartbreaking if it wasn't, and that she's secretly pregnant. Because well, there is supposed to be a lineage. Oh. It, that's true. We, ha- we have established that they have kids. Although, there's Orson also... Orson Pink. Yeah, but there's also a thing. We don't know if she's leaving. It's rumors that she's leaving, but what if this is something set up to be like when we had to say goodbye to Amy the Pons? Mm-hmm. You know, where... Rory, for what we knew, was gone forever, but then she did something to where she would be with him. We know they're alive, we know they had a full life, but for whatever the reason, because of the time, all that stuff. Paradox. <laughs> Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. We, you can, know, we can never, never go never back. Paths for some reason. Again. So, <laughs> you yeah. can never go back. Say so you just uh, didn't try hard enough, Doctor. They aged. You could have gone back to any time after. Okay, no, that would have been no, too, no, too painful. No, no, no. Um, yeah, uh, literally did not try at all. No, shame on you. <laughs> I mean, here's what I'm. I think. I think. I think Danny will ultimately will get him back somehow. Yeah. Uh, the question is, will that be an? Uh, will this be an eye opener for? and be like, you know what, I want to enjoy my life with this guy, which is honestly kind of disappointing. So I hope that that's not the thing. Mm Because I understand being in love with someone, but like, you know, 
And I know that he wouldn't like the TARDIS life, but that's I, just kind of lame. <laughs> She's so cool now. I think that they should all go, like, when they get him back, if they can get him back. I think that they should all go on adventures together. But he doesn't, he already established he doesn't want to be a TARDIS guy. And I can't see him as being a TARDIS guy. I know, He's but too... it would be really, I mean, since we're hearkening back to William Hartnell, it would be great if he was traveling around with teachers again. Yeah. <laughs> Two teachers. That's true. Uh-huh. Do like that. And also, interesting parallel in that. Uh, he became a teacher after he killed a boy, which mm-hmm. I, I hadn't He's really considered. He's trying to make up for Exactly. It. is like shaping young better, minds yeah, and trying to... children's lives for mm-hmm. some sort of hope That's that they're not penance. in a situation like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely need to find out uh, why why Missy put them together in the first place. And how mm-hmm. she escaped. Mm-hmm. I well, hope there's an explanation for that. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not hoping for that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't hold your breath. <laughs> One more thing, though. Uh, the key art, the poster for the the new episode came out, and in it, there's like a Cyberman hand plunging up from the ground. Cool. So I feel like we're going to get some awesome Cyberman emerging from the grave scenes. I want it. That wouldn't be bad. I like it. I wish that we we had gotten these episodes a couple weeks ago, so that could have landed on Halloween, the day after Halloween, if we were like one week ahead. Although I mean. It, it did land right, right in, for this episode. It was right in between Halloween and the Day of the Dead. <coughs> right, so that's kind of there fun. You go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just perfect. Seasons <laughs> greetings, everyone. <laughs> <sighs> All right, folks. I think that's. I think that's going to wrap it, wrap us out. Uh, my phone is dead. Yeah, mine too. Um, but I got a great tweet. That, I got a. Uh, I got a great tweet that uh, I just want to relay before we we do our sign off. Uh, that <laughs> Sam uh, Sam made them think of in the fiftieth. When twelve brings his TARDIS in to join the other doctors, did he come in and somehow get Missy out, or is it somehow like is it going to be addressed why he showed up there and how he knew to go? Uh, also, um, Impossible Girl on that sticky note is the first time that it has been addressed all season, <laughs> so we know that it has not been retconned. <laughs> okay, right. Megan Salinas, where can the people find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter again at t h e m e n g u i n. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz. Okay, and Liz Rishmawi. Hey guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lizzie Maui. That's L I Z Z Y M A W Y. You can also check me out on the Sword Art Online panel Ooh. and uh, yeah. and uh, also uh, Legend of Korra. Okay. Ooh, very cool. And Sam Basher. You can check me out on Twitter at Sam Basher, S-A-M-B-A-S-H-O-R, or at YouTube.com slash SourceFed, SourceFed Nerd, and For Human Peoples. Yes, you can watch The Drawing Board, which you do, and uh, we do a superhero TV roundup show Mm -hmm. that comes out every Friday. We cover uh, Gotham, Arrow, The Flash, uh, Constantine, uh, yeah, maybe not, (laughs) uh, Ish, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and also just talk uh, Marvel and DC movie news. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman, that's M-A-T-T-L-I. E B E R M A N. You can also find me on SourceFed and SourceFed Nerd and on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Matthew D. Lieberman. I want to thank you all so much for joining us. We will be back next week with the season finale. Good night. From executive right, producers so we- Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.